Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hello, America. Happy Saturday. We've got a great show ahead of for you. Congressman Mike Johnson is going to join us from the great state of Louisiana. He is one of the true experts on all things weaponization of government. He's been speaking out against the infringement of free speech. He's been very concerned about the abuse of power. And he also is among a small group of people trying to identify how you fix a wayward government by using the power of the purse. Congressman Mike Johnson is going to join us at the top of the hour. Then we're going to turn to Dave Bossy, who earlier this week helped Just the News obtain through FOIA some really important documents about the Department of Homeland Security, about that now defunct and very infamous government disinformation office. Dave Bossy is going to bring us up to speed on that. And then we're going to finish up with Mike Benz, who also has been leading a lot of the efforts to fight cancel culture and censorship that is being waged with the help, the resources, the blessing of the United States government. Mike Ben says all of that's in violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution. But Mike Benz is going to bring us up to speed. Why what we hear from Dave Bossie about the disinformation office and these documents that were released are so important. And where else the fight for free speech is being waged? The Louisiana and Missouri lawsuit, the congressional hearings, the Matt Taibbi Twitter files, which, of course, he got a troubling visit by the IRS after he testified Mike Ben's going to bring us up to speed on all things free speech. That's our show. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. We'll start off with Congressman Mike Johnson from the great state of Louisiana. Hey, folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download 
download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash Just News. Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson joins us right now. Congressman, great honor to have you on the show. Hey, my friend. Great to be with you all. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. I watched you in action last week as we heard the extraordinary story that federal prosecutors knew that Merrick Garland was wrong to sick the Justice Department and FBI on parents who were just simply exercising their free speech rights at a school board meeting. And last night we learned that the IRS just decided to show up at Matt Taibbi, the journalist's home, right after he testified about his work exposing the Twitter files. Government seems to be afraid of free speech right now. What's going on? Well, a lot is going on, and these are extraordinary headlines of things that we're reporting, that we're showing in the Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government and and what you're talking about. Uh, Matt Taibbi is an award-winning journalist, and he was called to testify, came voluntarily to our Weaponization Committee just a week ago. And literally, John, while he was testifying to us, an IRS agent visited his home in New Jersey unannounced. Um, that, that seems to be a really strange coincidence, doesn't it? Uh, ultimately left a note on his door to call them on Monday. That was on a end of the week on a Friday. Um, it's, it's an intimidation tactic. What we've seen now, particularly over the last two years, and we know this to be objectively true, is that some of the agencies that were designed to serve and protect the American people have been weaponized and used against them. We're investigating that. We're going to lay the facts bear for the American people to draw their own conclusions. We're going to come up with legislative solutions to make sure these abuses never again happen in the future. And ultimately, we may have to use the power of the purse that we have in the House here to defund some of these agencies if they can't follow the Constitution. Important action. Sir, John and I have have spoken quite a lot about how this Republican majority seems to really have your ear to the ground with respect to what your constituents want. And this free speech issue consistently ranks uh, among the highest issues for for most Republicans, but also across America. When when voters look at the action at these actions, some of the ones that you highlighted in your tweet, and of course, with respect to parental rights and the disinformation board and all these things, when you are hearing from your constituents, does that, I guess, does that spread out? Does that pan out? Does that reflect what most of America feels or is it just Republicans? Yeah, no, it does. I mean, I am doing town halls when I'm back in my district in Louisiana, as many of our members are, and we're hearing this 
across the board, it's not just conservative Republicans, it's everyone, because more and more people are beginning to recognize, you know, this is kind of a scary trend. I mean, it's a foundational principle of our constitutional system that the government does not get to determine what speech is, quote unquote, true or acceptable. That's not what we do in America. It's a violation of a first principle. And it affects ultimately everyone. The government can't have that kind of power. But that's exactly what's been happening. You know, we, we know for a fact, and it, for some of the documents that we've received via subpoena and the release of the Twitter files that Elon Musk uh, you know, very heroically put out for everyone to see, that, that the FBI itself was regularly meeting with the big social media, big tech platforms to censor and silence conservative voices uh, on this on the online. We, we have known intuitively that's been happening, but now we have the evidence. We have the receipts for it. Um, it's a dangerous thing that that they would uh, turn down the controls on voices and viewpoints they disagree with the federal government itself. So it's a blatant violation of the Constitution. So we have to present this to the American people, again, to come up with solutions to ensure this never happens. But what the people want, what they're demanding, is accountability. And it's a very methodical and slow process to get there, but accountability is coming. And you guys have done such a good job in such a short period of time of just starting to get the facts out, because I think it's shocking to see how widespread this mindset was. I want to take you to that FBI operation, the one ran by Elvis Chan, the agent out in San Francisco, who made clear in his testimony to the Missouri and Louisiana attorney generals that his work was always sent to headquarters to get approved, meaning the headquarters, the seventh floor of the FBI was signing off on what things was going to be censored every day. When did the FBI's brass think it was their job to regulate speech? And how did this mentality seep into government? Because a decade ago or two decades ago, I couldn't imagine government officials saying, hey, it's a good idea to go out and censor some American speech today. Yeah, it's a it's a, a dangerous and scary trend. And I asked that really important question in a hearing we had about two weeks ago. Yeah. We had former FBI agents who had become whistleblowers who came to testify publicly uh, to let us know what was going on. One of those agents was a seasoned veteran of the FBI. He's now retired. But he, I asked him that question. And this was his answer, John. He said, you know, uh, in response to 9-11 and the terrible tragedy that happened that day, there was a lot of concern that our intelligence agencies were not well connected, uh, that information was not being shared across the board. And so he said there was a temptation after 9-11 as a response initially to centralize authority, centralize the power and bring it into headquarters as opposed to the field offices. And he said what happened was atrophy and uh, of the field offices and ultimately that sort of ideology took over. And so power was gradually centralized into just the hands of a small group of people. And they had too much power. And we know that power corrupts. And as Lord Acton reminded us, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so some of these persons have now taken it upon themselves to be the arbiter of what is true and acceptable to be shared on, on, the, on public platforms. You know, the Online platforms, big tech, social media is now the public square of previous generations. And they are literally uh, fine tuning the dials to see which viewpoints can be shared. It's a frightening development. It's not who we are as Americans, and we have to stop it. Yeah, we do. yeah you're absolutely right. That coordination between government and social media is exactly why Republicans are uh, doing so much investigating, which we are happy to see. Let's talk about the hilariously named Inflation Reduction Act, because H.R. 1, I know, acknowledges and reverses, you know, good policy can correct bad policy. Good legislation can oftentimes uh, correct bad legislation. I know that there are some specific policy points from the Inflation Reduction Act that you guys are looking to reverse in H.R. 1. Can you talk to our audience about that? 
Yeah, you know, HR1 is all about our energy policy. And, and we believe, we understand that if you can unleash American en en uh, energy and, and really make uh, great use of the resources we're blessed to have in this country, you can solve so much of our economic distress right now. You can reduce inflation. Uh, you can bring down the cost of goods for working families. Um, you, you can reduce interest rates ultimately in the marketplace by just turning to uh, the domestic production of energy. What's happened under the Biden administration is that they declared war on our, our greatest assets, our energy uh, uh, industry, and, and now we've had to rely on foreign sources. So um, it's unconscionable. The, the results are completely foreseeable, and those results are inevitable. So we have to reverse and do the opposite. That's what HR1 is about, uh, to, to not only become energy independent again, but as we had achieved under the first two years of the Trump administration, energy dominance. We were a net exporter at that time, as everybody remembers, and we brought in prior to COVID, we brought in the greatest economic prosperity in, the, in human history, not just the history of the U.S. Everyone in every demographic was doing better. So much of that was tied to our handling of energy policy. So energy security is national security. All these things are related, and, and House Republicans are going to advance this uh, vigorously and aggressively, and this, this bill is aptly numbered. It's our number one bill uh, because of its great importance to uh, every aspect of our society and our economy and our community. That's for mm -hmm. sure. So we got about a minute left. You mentioned the power of the purse being the best tool that you'll have this year to fix all that ails this country. Tell us about some of the places where you might be looking to point that power to make things better. We got about a minute left. Yeah, well, just quickly, um, you know, they all have priorities. And, and for example, the FBI, I mean, they have their, their eye on a, a really fancy, very expensive new headquarters. Well, you know, do they deserve that? If they can't follow the basic tenets of the Constitution, I'm not sure that Congress should empower that. I'll say this, y'all, we're working very hard on this right now. On Tuesday of last week, we set the record all time of Congress. We had 42 hearings in the House in one day, most of those devoted to oversight. So this is going to continue. That's some important wow. stuff, sir. Well, we're greatly appreciated for all you're doing and all the clarity you've brought, particularly to the free speech debate. Your work on the Weaponization Committee was really impressive last week. We've really been watching it, and we know more is to come. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you, my friend. Great to talk to you all. All right, folks, right after the commercial break, former Trump deputy campaign manager and head of Citizens United, Dave Bossie here on a landmark FOIA release that we got this week. Huh, if you think the Homeland Security Department still has things to hide about the government disinformation office, you're going to want to tune in next right after this commercial break. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, 
and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, amac.us slash just news. That's amac.us forward slash just news. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. He's the head of Citizens United and my good friend, Dave Bossy. Dave, great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me back, John. Appreciate it. I have said this many times over 30, 40 years. Uh, you are a champion of transparency and you continue to deliver for the American people through Citizens United. Uh, unbelievable stories. We all know the story of the government disinformation office. We didn't know of the effort to uh, keep it quiet until these documents came out. Tell us what struck you when you got these documents from the court recently. Well, John, as you well know, it takes a great team here at Citizens United to get it, led by J.T. Mastronati, who's been doing this with you and with me for a very long time. His dedication is what really makes this stuff possible. So uh, it's uh, um, what they did is they put this this woman who was who was making claims that Hunter Biden's laptop isn't real. Right. Okay, so spreading disinformation in charge of the disinformation board. And then she gets upset when the mainstream media wants to call her out and the American people realize what's going on because the American people don't believe in government censorship. They don't believe, they don't want government to have power over our speech and our activities. Yeah. It's, it's extraordinary. And of course, our founding fathers didn't want it either. That's why they created the First Amendment as a free speech amendment. And yet here they are in the middle of this. And when they're, they're getting caught, what you see in these documents is they, they're finally getting caught. Now they don't want this story to come out. They talk about things like a hostile news network, which I assume they mean is a news, ma- news network willing to report the truth. Uh, tell us about the cover up. Sometimes the cover up's even more interesting than the original controversy. Exactly. It always is. You see these folks, you know, in these internal memos, emails talking about how nervous they are saying, oh, my goodness, you know, I I expected some blowback, but I didn't expect this type uh, or this level of blowback. Let me just say uh, this is this just just to just right now this week, we are seeing the story break about the IRS sending jackbooted thugs to Matt Taibbi's house at the very moment he is a witness about government power 
and the, what the government is doing about creating disinformation by by stifling speech on Facebook and on Twitter. And Matt Taibbi, who he and others have been such courageous journalists on this, and the IRS show, just miraculously shows up at the very moment. Yeah. He's in Washington, D.C. testifying before Congress. It, it It's exactly what the American people don't want. It's what, what the American people hate, in essence, which is uh, a government power and abuse of that power. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's stunning that they would do that on the same day, uh, the hubris of it all. Uh, but, but that just shows you what unmitigated power is about, right? And that's what the Biden administration and the progressives on the left now, that's all they're about is power for power's sake. And, and these uh, bureaucracies, which uh, seem to live and thrive without any real political leadership, it doesn't matter who's in control. These, these bureaucracies have their own agenda and they will follow it regardless of the will of the American people. When we first heard the story of the government disinformation office, we told, hey, there's nothing wrong with this. This is a righteous effort. But when you read these documents that you've been able to surface, you and JT, you get a sense of, well, if there was nothing wrong with it, why were they so intent on trying to hide it and cover it up and spin it away? Uh, the bureaucrats get caught in their own lies in this disinformation office, don't they? Well, they certainly do. And I, and I just urge people to, to, when your story comes out, you know, put it. Go to the documents, read it yourself. You will see what uh, really what bad intentions by uh, by left wing activists posing as as do gooders. These are left wing activists posing as folks who are saying they want to get rid of disinformation, which some people go, oh, wow, that's interesting. That might that's good. We need to do that. Right. Like if they don't know any better. And these people are the furthest thing from what should be close to power. Yeah. There is a, uh, Amber Athey has a new book out there. It's really fascinating talking about how journalism got yanked to the left by a new generation of people coming out of colleges that were indoctrinated. And I think the same is true in government. You see all these new people have come into government and they took institutions that sort of had a charter to be neutral, right? To treat Republicans and Democrats and independents same. And they suddenly pull everything to the left in a very jolting way. And I think the American experience feels very different today than it did even 10 years ago. The idea that ideology has tilted neutral institutions to a clear leftward bent. How do we begin to put that toothpaste back in the tube? How do we fight back and get control of not only journalism institutes, more importantly, our government institutions? It's our civil society, right, John? I mean, it's every aspect of what you, you just really put it in a nutshell as to the big problems that we have uh, in America today. It, this, is a, this is a major uh, undertaking. I don't know how to solve it. Uh, the, the, this is going to take a lot of years and a lot of people um, with great vision uh, and, 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 and really some policy changes. And, and, and look, I got to tell you, I'm a fighter. I, I've been a fighter my whole career. But the violence and I say fighter like I'm a fighter politically, yeah. not 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 uh, not somebody who's, you know, in the streets violently. You see the violence that is out there that yeah. is just simmering below the surface and some days popping up above the surface. And so we have to do everything we can as Americans to 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 try to move past this period 
Uh, I don't know the answers. I, I hope we can. I hope we can all come together as a as a nation because it, this is our country is teetering right now, and we have enemies. We have real enemies in North Korea, and we have real enemies in Iran and China and Russia, and and we can't be doing this to ourselves if we're going to if we're going to survive as a nation. Yeah, such such wise words. We really do have to get a grip on this. We got to take a deep breath in and, and start to realize what <laughs> what's happened to our country. Dave, you've been in politics a long time, and I know you're a big fan of presidential debates. They're important. It's like the job interview uh, every president gets before. But the debates, much like these other institutions we've been talking about, been hijacked. A real strong sense that the, the debates are no longer fear uh, fear to uh, uh, to the Republican candidates. Tell us about your efforts to get new rules to. To try to tip the debate process back to something that's equal and even-handed. Yeah, you know, I, so as chairman of the uh, Committee on Presidential Debates for the RNC, uh, I've had a two-year now, a little over two-year undertaking of getting the debate process, both the primary debates and the general election debates, uh, you know, in a better place. And what we did initially, uh, now about a year and a half ago, was withdraw from the Commission on Presidential Debates, which yeah. ended up being this biased organization posing as this neutral body uh, where where our nominees, whether it was Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020, uh, Mitt Romney, uh, John McCain, George Bush, you name the Republican nominee, the bias came through in those three presidential debates in the general election and the one uh, a vice presidential debate. And so what we what we did is we asked s several different things, three basic things. Let's have a moderator that didn't work for either of the candidates, Republican or Democrat. They wouldn't agree to that. Let's have board members of the Commission on Presidential Debates that don't disparage either candidate. They would not agree to that. How logical, Amazing. very common sense. And then let's make sure that we have debates before people start voting before people start voting, and they wouldn't agree to that. So we, we, we knew the bias that they had, uh, and they have. And so we we just decided, you know what, we're not gonna put our nominee uh, in a position yeah. to be run over again by the commission, and we withdrew from it. Uh, and so the Republican nominee will not participate uh, in, in the, with that body, and we will do debates with the Democrat, and we'll just do them a different way. All right, folks, one more to go. Mike Benz from the Foundation for Freedom Online. He's going to join us with a big update on free speech and all of the big investigations into censorship and cancel culture done at the behest and support of the United States government. We'll have that right after the commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, we're going to stay on the topic of uh, freedom of information, freedom of speech. Uh, our next guest has been, I think, one of the most impactful people in the free speech debate this last year. He founded the Foundation for Freedom Online. Uh, he is literally the ultimate subject expert on all the censorship that started in the private industry, creeped into the United States government, and infringed your my speech. Joining us right now, our good friend and the head of the Foundation for Freedom Online, Mike Benz. Mike, great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much for having me, John. Uh, in the last segment, Dave Bossy and I were talking about these documents we're going to make public tomorrow where you can see uh, inside the Homeland Security Department an effort to try to cover up. Oh, no, we did have a government disinformation office. We were in censorship. We got to spin this. We got to make this go away. We don't want the coverage. You're going to take us a little bit further. I think you have the origin dates nailed, and you got a report coming on this, on when this government public-private partnership to censor Americans began. Tell us the new revelation that you've learned and this player Graphica, which I think is one of the big players that have been flying below the radar. Sure. Well, I can't wait to read those FOIA documents because you had this Department of Homeland Security whole of society, whole of government is what they called it, censorship push. You know, they called it counter disinformation, but that's just code for internet censorship. They teamed up with four institutions starting in summer of 2020, actually June 23rd, 2020 is when they had their first meetings with this group called the Election Integrity Partnership, right. which was comprised of Stanford, UW, the Atlanta Council's Digital Forensics Research Lab, and this private firm called Graphica. This same consortium of four censorship companies would then fold up after the 2020 election and rename themselves the Virality Project uh, to censor hundreds of millions of posts about COVID-19 for the Biden administration. Now, one of the things that so this is a DHS in process, basically permanent 120 person staffed uh, social media censorship uh, network that was spearheaded by CISA within DHS. Now. One of those four firms, Graphica, it turns out, as, as uh, my foundation, Foundation for Freedom Online, just uncovered, uh, began their censorship work on COVID on December 16th, 2019. All right, hang on a second. Now, that wait, is, wait, 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 stop a second. December 16th? I didn't even think we knew about COVID then. When did that come in? 
So, you know, the, the, the four sort of strange, anomalous, pneumonia-like symptoms coming out of China uh, were first reported on December 12th. Wow. 2019. Uh, the WHO was not even notified of a novel coronavirus until December 31st, 2019. Gosh. It didn't even have the name COVID-19 until January. So you had Graphica, which has received $7 million in Pentagon uh, grants and contracts. A small company, less than 100 employees, got $7 million in Pentagon grants and contracts. And yet they were tasked with censoring covid before WHO even knew COVID existed. That is mind boggling. It's as though they knew, they had a crystal ball and know what was coming. Um, this is an interesting outfit, Graphica, because the fact that they're recipients of government money further extends the idea that they're agents of the state. You've done such good work of showing that these private entities really were hand in glove with the United States government in the censorship operations. How important is it that Graphica was a recipient of government money at the time it was involved in censorship activities like COVID-19 censorship? It's extremely important because, you know, imagine if Raytheon had done this. You know, the, a lot of these companies, they, you know, they, they don't even need to make money on their domestic censorship operations because they're getting money from the U.S. Pentagon, the Defense Department, for, for their foreign-facing activities. Right. You know, the grants that, that Grafka got were specifically about sort of foreign disinformation, but they turn around and they operate domestically. They were they were at the forefront of censoring U.S. citizen opinions about mail-in ballots, about COVID origins. They even tra tracked, quote, right-wing conservative news sites and political parties, uh, political operatives in their in their own internal reports. They were specifically doing political censorship and, and tracking how different right-wing and left-wing political groups talked about opposition to vaccine uh, mandates, to lockdowns, even to mask efficacy, um, and were involved in, in doing these complex sort of social media analytics that they used to get funding for um, uh, in order to map what ISIS folks were saying about, uh, about you know, ISIS uh, ideologies hmm. in, in conflict zones. So they turned around and went straight from this sort of classic foreign to domestic switcheroo that DHS itself did when it went from stopping sort of Russian hack attempts, as it said it was doing, right. to arguing that misinformation is a cyber attack on critical infrastructure. So now opinions on the Internet are a kind of cyber attack. Mm. And you've done such a good job of walking America through that. You've also had enormous impact. I mean, the GDI shutting down, all these congressional hearings are a direct result of the work you did starting last summer. We were so grateful to work alongside you for some of that. But you were sitting behind Matt Taibbi the day that he gave that extraordinary dramatic testimony uh, to the House a few weeks ago. Little did we know a few hours later he was going to get a visit by a G-man. The IRS show up at his house. Your take on what happened. Got about a minute left. I'd like to get your take about how chilling this is for any future congressional witness. It's chilling, but it's also poetic in a certain sense. You know, a lot of people remember the church committee hearings yeah. in 95, 97, I'm sorry, 75, 76, which the weaponization subcommittee under Jim Jordan is modeled after. There's a lot of folks remember that as being about malfeasance by the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA. But they actually targeted a fourth, what was deemed to be sort of a rogue agency in the 1970s, and that was the IRS. So to the extent that, uh, that the weaponization committee is intended to mirror the church committee, 
this would be an opportune time to uh, to rope in that fourth agency as well. Yeah, that's very important. A lot of work ahead of us. Well, about 40 seconds. Ago, I want to ask this real quickly. A lot of uh, movement, uh, the, the shutting down of the global disinformation index. How important is that in the effort to push free speech back to where it needs to be free? It is. It's certainly important symbolically. Uh, and in fact, a lot of the people on the board of advisors of GDI are were key operatives at Graphica. Like Ben Nimmo was on the board of advisors uh, for, for GDI and was also the head of technical operations at Graphica, who we just talked about for censoring COVID. Uh, but that is just one of hundreds at this point of U.S. government funded domestic censorship mercenary firms. So it's important symbolically, but unless there's a domino effect, uh, the system will still, the system of censorship will still hold. Yeah, that's the key. There's a lot more work to stamp this out. It's more than a game of whack-a-mole. It's a big game. Mike, we're so lucky that you're on the front lines of this. It's a great honor to have you up for this great update today. Thanks a lot. Thank you, John. All right, folks, that wraps up our Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, if you want to support Just the News and you want to help us hire some new reporters, which we're in the process of doing, go make a subscription at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Every penny of your $4.99 a month or $44.99 a year will go to hire new reporters here. You join the VIP club when you subscribe. You get an ad-free experience on the website. And every month you get to attend a town hall with me where I sit around for 60 minutes to 90 minutes and answer your questions about the news, about what's going on in politics, the economy, and of course, all things Washington. That's a good deal. And remember, every penny is going to go to bring in some new reporters. So go do that if you feel inspired to help us. All right. We'll be back with our Sunday brunch edition tomorrow. Buck your seatbelt. We've got a good show. We're going to kick it off tomorrow with Ron Johnson, the perfect Sunday brunch guest. We'll have that right after uh, tonight's fun. So go have some fun tonight. It's Saturday night. Let your hair down. We'll be back tomorrow with some more food for thought at the Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 245 6000 That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash Victor, taxnetworkusa.com slash Victor. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. 
the studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider.